Can you join me in welcoming uh, Pastor Sharon up here this morning? She brings the Word of God. You know, I just, I just love the Word of God. And um, we should be hungry. Each of us should be hungry for the Word of God. Because this, in this world, there's lots of distractions and our soul is crying out. Our soul is really crying out for food, for spiritual food. Every day, you know, we can choose to feed ourselves on the things of this world and stay hungry. Or we can choose to feed ourselves with God's Word and be filled up with his presence. And we can't walk or live a fulfilled life right now with all the things that come against us without the word of God as our weapon on the inside of us. We're spiritual beings, we need spiritual food. And if we don't feed ourselves on God's word, we're gonna feed it on something else. And there is a real lack in the church right now, I feel, in this day, that we're not feeding ourselves enough on spiritual food. Maybe some of us are coming on a Sunday and we're coming empty and we're, we're coming hungry because we haven't fed ourselves during the week. And so we're coming hungry. And when we're hungry, we feed ourselves on the wrong things. We feed ourselves on junk. What do we do when we're hungry? We're not prepared and we feed ourselves on junk because it's easier to fill ourselves on junk, right? It's easier to drive through McDonald's and all those other things when we're hungry, right? I hate McDonald's. But, you know, if you're hungry, you're going to go there. You're going to feed yourself on rubbish because you're hungry. But if you feed yourself on God's Word, you're going to be nourished and strengthened in his word. So Matthew 4.4, 4, I love this verse. I love this piece of scripture. I encourage you, don't just wait for a Sunday, but actually go home and read the word because it's good stuff. It, it's good stuff. And um, it's really empowered my life in ways that you couldn't imagine because I was a very shy person still probably are, but the Word empowers me because the Word is on the inside of me because I've chosen to step into that place and feed myself on the Word. But Matthew 4.4 4 is, I love this because it's a showdown. This is a showdown between Jesus and the devil in the desert. The Holy Spirit takes Jesus into the desert. It's a temptation before his ministry begins. And who knows that if you want to go into ministry, you're always going to come to a place of temptation first because you've got a test to pass. So Jesus is taken into the desert and he's fasted 40 days and nights and then the devil comes to him at his weakest moment. How many of you know that the devil comes to you at your weakest moment? when you're vulnerable, when you're tired, when you're hungry. He comes to you at your weakest moment. But Jesus is prepared. 
And this is the thing, right? We are not prepared because we're not feeding ourselves on the Word. So when the devil comes, we're not prepared. Jesus is prepared because the Word is in him, even though he is the Word. This is quite a bizarre thing. Jesus is the Word in the flesh, but he speaks out of the Word, the written Word. And when the devil comes at him, but he answers and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Man shall not live on bread alone. Like I said before, we are spiritual beings. We cannot survive just with physical food. And at that point in time, Jesus' flesh was weak. But his spirit was strong. And what does he do? He speaks the written word, which I find fascinating because there he is, the word of God in the flesh, but he speaks out the written word of God. He speaks out the already established written word of God against the devil. This is an example to all of us that we need to go to the written Word of God. This was the ultimate showdown. I can just imagine the whole of creation leaning in at this moment, at this showdown between Jesus and the devil, watching and waiting to see what was going to happen. And Jesus stood on the written Word of God. And he says it three times in three different occasions. It is written, it is written, it is written. We have power when we stand on the written Word of God. Jesus didn't, could have used his own words. I'm sure he could have used his own words because as I said, he is the Word. Already, he is the Word in flesh. But he stood on the written Word of God. Did he debate the enemy? He could have, but he didn't. He stood on the written Word of God. That was where his power came from. The enemy will tempt us at our weakest moment and we need to be prepared. I love those shows, those cooking shows, where they're doing a demonstration and they get to this point in the recipe and then they pull out something that's already pre-made and they go, and something I've made earlier. And you go, well, that was convenient. Why did they do that? <laughs> because when you make, when you're pre-prepared, see, they want to avoid a pressure moment where something could go wrong. So they've pre-prepared it. So it should be in our own lives. It's like we don't walk into a battle. Well, I don't want to walk into a fight unprepared. And this is the thing, if we feed ourselves on God's Word... Every day, when the battle comes, when the fight comes, we're prepared so that in our weakest moment, that word comes out of our spirit. It comes out of our spirit without even having to think about it because it's in there. What comes out of you is what you put in. Just like whatever comes out of the computer, you have to actually put it in first. It can't come out unless it's gone in first. So we need to stand on God's Word. Jesus did not rely on his own abilities in that moment because he was weak, but he stood in that Word of God. He spoke from Deuteronomy 
8.3. He spoke from that Old Testament where the Jew, Jewish kids would have memorised, can you believe, five books of the Bible, which is pretty astounding. We can't even get a couple of verses together. But, you know, they, that was what they did. So that was a part of, part of them. It was a part of, you know, it was in there. In John 6.35, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes on me, he shall never thirst. He is the bread of life. That word, he it's that substance, isn't it? It's that substance, it's that daily, you know, bread is a substance. It's, it was the, a lot of what they ate in those days, everything was centred around bread. And so that was a significant, it was significant um, demonstration of saying, this is, this is what I'm like, I'm like bread. You can't go a day without bread. And so Jesus was saying, you know, I'm the bread of life. If we want life in our souls, I hope we all want life, is we feed ourselves on God's word. We feed ourselves on that and then we'll have life overflowing. Every word from God to us is our daily bread. It is our strength. It's our weapon against the enemy. Is our weapon against the enemy. The Bible is a spiritual book. I love the Bible. It's such a spiritual book. You know, when you read something or I read something and for either one of us, it'll speak something different into our soul because it's spiritual. It's not just words on a page. It's living why is it banned in so many countries? Because it's a powerful book. It's a significant book. It's the power to transform us. It is the power to change us. But we've got to get it into us. We've got to make it a part of us. You know, I've struggled with fear a lot in my life. And so I decided that I would just meditate on God's Word. So every time the devil comes to me, and I feel this fear. I'm like, fear not, for I am with you, says the Lord. Or not by might, but by power, but by your spirit. You know, because it's in me. I've meditated on it, so it's in me. So when the devil comes, it's there. It's there in that battle. And that's where the victory comes from, is meditating on his word. I love how in Timothy... So Paul's writing to Timothy and it says here, all scripture is God-breathed and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. That, that the, um, sorry, I'm finding it hard to read here. That the man of God may be perfected, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Thoroughly equipped. God's word equips us. 
It equips us on the inside. I love the Word of God because without it, we can't be convicted. We can't be corrected. Who loves to be corrected, right? We all love it, right? Yeah, love it. But I love how I can read that Word and say, Sharon, you need to change your attitude here. Or you need to be more generous. Or you need to love that person. The Word of God convicts us for our good. It changes us. It transforms us. If we let it into our heart, that's the key. You know, some of us choose to read some of God's Word, but not the other. It's like, well, this bit's okay, but that bit's not. I don't really believe that bit, but I believe that bit. That one's okay. And you know what? We live in a world right now where the word's being changed, isn't it? To suit, to suit us, to suit our personal opinion about something. We don't get to have a personal opinion about the word of God because the word of God is all truth. Truth cannot be changed. Truth cannot be compromised. The word of God is life to us. It is life to us. And that's why the devil is hell-bent on changing it. That is why he's hell-bent on twisting it. And that's why I encourage you, church, and I encourage my own church, know the Word. It is clear that in the last days, it says, even the elect of God will be fooled. And the reason that we will be fooled is because we don't know our Word. We need to know it. And you know what? We should be checking up on what's been preached from the front as well. I encourage you, everyone, this is about everyone, the body of Christ, knowing the Word of God. It says all Scripture is God-breathed. Every single word is God-breathed. So it's clear that the Word of God changes us if we allow it to. It is strength in our weakness. I love that scripture. My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is perfected in weakness. When we are weak, His grace is strong. That's what the Word says. So that's my truth, whether I feel it or not. Our faith is not based on feelings. And that's why we need the Word in us. Because you know what? I can think to myself over and over again, I'm inadequate. I'm totally inadequate in myself, absolutely. But God says to me, you are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. You are loved. You are chosen. You are not forsaken. You're a child of God. That's the Word of God. That's my truth. That's your truth because that's written in the Word of God. It's all empowering if we allow it to get on the inside of us. So we need to read the Bible. Why is it so hard for us to read the Bible? Why is it so hard? We can pick up any magazine. We can pick up any other book. We can watch Netflix for hours. Why is it so hard to pick up the Word of God? Because the devil knows once you get hold of it, you're unstoppable. You're unstoppable. And he wants you to stop from reading that book because it's dangerous to him. 
Because this is the church empowered and equipped is when we read the Word of God. So good. I remember there was a time in my life where I really struggled with it myself. And I was really good at praying, but I was struggling big time with reading the Bible. And I just decided I'm going to pray about this. I'm going to pray that God will give me a passion for reading His Word. And I just prayed and prayed about it. And God did. And the moment I picked it up, I, I just started to love it. And I just started to just, it just transformed me. And I realised in that moment that all those years that I've been struggling with it, it was because the enemy wanted to keep me away from it because he knew, he knew what would happen once it got loose in my life. This should be like, it just should be like life to us. It should be, you know, I need this. I need this daily bread in my life. I need to read this every day. Just get one verse. Just one verse and meditate on one verse would be better than reading a whole chapter and not get anything out of it. Grab hold of one verse and just speak it into your life and meditate on it. It says in Ephesians 8.17 when we're talking about the armour of God, it says, And take the helmet of salvation and the word and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. The sword of of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Okay, so we have an armour, other bits of armour that are protective. The sword, which is the Word of God, is our only offensive weapon against the enemy. So I remember one day I had this picture in prayer and I was in the midst of a battle and I had my sword but it was down by my side. And I felt God say to me, you have a sword in your hand, Sharon, but you're not using it. You're not using it. So it's actually useless to you right now. You're not making one bit of a dent in the enemy because your sword is by your side. We need to speak out the Word of God. It is power against the enemy. It is power. When God created the heavens and the earth, it was His spoken word that spoke things into being. You have creative power on the inside of your life. If you're a child of God, you have God on the inside. So therefore, the spoken word of God has power to change things in your world, right? I hope you believe that because I believe that. So you need to use the sword of the Spirit which is the Word of God in your life. So when the enemy whispers lies to you, you have the Word of God as your sword and you can speak back at him straight away. I am a child of God. Great, I know going out into this world every day, I feel quite overwhelmed because I, I feel like the spiritual atmosphere is quite oppressive. So I get up in the morning. What's the first thing that I say before I even get out of bed? I say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Or greater is He who is in me than he who is in the world. Because I'm going to go out into this world and I want to be empowered. I want to be empowered on the inside. 
so that I can face anything that's coming my way. But I'm going to speak it out because a thought cannot defeat a thought. Defeat a thought. Did you know that? A thought cannot defeat a thought. So some of you right now are probably wrestling with a lot of mind games and all sorts of things going on. You cannot defeat it in your head. You've got to actually speak out the Word of God against those thoughts. That is the only way that you can defeat the enemy. So preparation is essential. Don't be caught off guard. Don't be caught off guard. Because we are in a spiritual battle every day. Whether you see it or not, we are surrounded in a spiritual realm. There is stuff going on around you all the time. And you need to be prepared as a spiritual person. You need to be prepared. So preparation is essential. Spend time in the Word. Memorise Scripture. Meditate in it. Chew over it. Chew it over and over. Speak it out. Chew it over. Let it get in there. Let it get in your heart. Let the Word of God be written on your heart, not just on pages, but let it become a part of you and it will be your strength. Don't just wait for that battle, but practice. Practice using your sword. Practice makes perfect, right? Practice makes perfect. So use that sword before you get into the battle. You know what? Love the word and live out of it. Let it get in there. Let it convict you. We need to be convicted. We really do. We need to be convicted of this, of you know, stuff that we're doing that's not pleasing to God or stuff that might be taking us away from where we're supposed to be. We need to be convicted. If we don't read His Word, we won't be convicted. We really need that to keep ourselves. It says the Word is a light, light to my feet. It's a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So how do we see where we're going if we don't have the Word in our life? We're stumbling around in the darkness not knowing where to go without direction. We need to get that Word in our life so we know where we're going. The power of the Word feeds our soul. It transforms our heart. And it's our only weapon that we have against the enemy. So be diligent in reading it. I love this comment by uh, a pastor in the States called Lisa Turkhurst. And she said, I want God's Word to change me. But if I don't apply it to my life, I won't be changed. That's because inspiration and information without personal application will never amount to transformation. Information is not transformation without application. The Word is not just a book of words on a page. It is life transforming. It changes us. It delivers us. It heals us. It fills us. So many things in our life if we allow it to. So that's just really my encouragement to you this morning.
Hebrews 4.12, For the Word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing else can separate the soul and spirit like the Word of God. But we need to feed our spirit instead of our flesh. It's easy to feed the flesh because the flesh is generally louder than our spirit. But the more we feed our spirit, the more that stronger we'll be able to be and live by the spirit. What, I love what John Bevere says, what we feed on, we will hunger for. Whatever we feed ourselves on, we will require more of it. So we really need to be careful what we feed ourselves on because we will crave more of that. So we feed ourselves more on God's Word, we will want more of God's Word. If we feed ourselves on the stuff of this world, we will want more of this world. Absolutely. So I'll just close on this this morning, just asking you some questions. Are you hungry for the Word of God in your life this morning? Do you feel lacking in, in like, do you feel spiritually strong right now or do you feel spiritually weak? Are you prepared for that battle? Do you feel prepared in your spirit for that battle? Do you know that Word? Is it inside of you? Let's just pray this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you are the living word, Jesus. Jesus, you are those words come to life from the pages of our Bible. It's all about you, who you are, what you came for and what you're going to do. This morning, if you don't know Jesus, it's the most important decision that you could ever make in your life. I know I made that decision when I was 16 and I've never looked back because He transformed my life. If that's you this morning and you're thinking, you know, I don't really know Him and I want to, Now's your opportunity. If you just like to lift your hand in this place, I'm going to pray for you. And I pray that God will meet you. He is here. And He wants to meet you because He loves you. If there's anyone here. Or maybe this morning you've been struggling to read your Bible and you want to know Him more through the pages of, that, of His Word and you don't know where to start but you, you want to get a passion for His Word. If that's you this morning, I just ask you to lift your hand. I'm going to pray for people to get a passion for His Word this morning. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's awesome. Anyone else? Feel Him speaking to you this morning. Awesome. Thank you, God.
Amen. Let's just pray in this place right now over all these people. God, I just pray right now, Holy Spirit, that You empower people to know You through their work, through Your Word. That You fill them with a desire to read Your Word, to consume it, to live in it and out of it. God, I pray that You'll touch them right now. Empower them and equip them, God, for the world that we go out into every day. God, I pray, just speak to them right now. Holy Spirit, awaken us to Your Word. Awaken us to the power of Your Word. Thank You, God, that You're working in us and in this place. In the Name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. What an awesome word. Let's give Pastor Sharon a big hand.